Hello everyone. This is a quick intro, and at the end of it we will either jump straight into the episode or you will hear an ad. Um, I am testing a new format with uh, some upcoming sponsors to try and get a few more deals, get you guys a few more discounts to some cool products. And um, Anyway, there really is no need to drag this out very long. I want to say thank you as always for listening. Uh, either enjoy the episode straight away or take a listen to the ad because you're about to get a discount to some cool products. Thank you so much for listening and let's jump into it. Hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of Sleep and Relax ASMR. This is episode 142. Time definitely flies because it feels like just yesterday I started this podcast, but here we are. 142 episodes later. It's amazing. Today I'll be reading the Wikipedia page for the band Breaking Benjamin. This was a special request from a fan a couple of months ago. I'd like to apologize to you for how long it took me to get to this episode, but I'm happy uh, we could finally get to it. And I hope you enjoy it. Uh, For those of you unfamiliar with the series, I basically pick a place or a topic or a band or a person, whatever, on Wikipedia, and I literally, excuse me, my voice is uh, a little weird today, I literally just read the Wikipedia page, Um, and the purpose of the series is to learn something new together every time, and um, for some of you, it'll be so boring, you just kind of doze off and go to bed, but either way, I think it's a win-win. Um, also before I forget I'd like to thank Simon uh, who is a listener of the show for giving me um, a really interesting title for the series I've historically just called it Let's Read Wikipedia which is kind of lame but he gave the suggestion of calling it ASM Articles so you know, sort of play on words ASM Articles um, and I think it's a really cool um uh, title or name for the series because after all I really am just reading a sequence or, or a collection of articles right on 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 you know for the show so Simon thank you very much for the suggestion um, and uh, I'm gonna run with it because I think it's a, a really witty um, and creative title for the series so without further ado let's read the Wikipedia page for Breaking Benjamin in this rendition of ASM articles. Breaking Benjamin is an American rock band from Wilkes Bar, Pennsylvania, founded in 1999 by lead singer and guitarist Benjamin Burnley and drummer Jeremy Hummel. The first lineup of the band also included guitarist Aaron Fink and bassist Mark Kaplaski. The lineup released two albums, Saturate in 2002 and We Are Not Alone in 2004, before Hummel was replaced by Chad Seliga in 2005. The band released two more studio albums, Phobia in 2006 and Dear Agony in 2009, before entering an extended hiatus in early 2010 due to Burnley's recurring illnesses.
the release of a compilation album amid the hiatus Shallow Bay, The Best of Breaking Benjamin in 2011, unauthorized by Burnley, brought about legal trouble within the band resulting in the dismissal of Fink and Koplaski. Seliga later announced his departure in 2013, citing creative differences. Burnley remained the sole member of the band until late 2014, when the current lineup was announced, including bassist and backist and backing, <laughs> backing and backing vocalist Aaron Brutch, guitarist and backing vocalist Keith Wallen, guitarist Jason Rauch, and drummer Sean Foist. The band afterward released Dark Before Dawn in 2015. I apologize for butchering some of these names. I I know of the band, but I haven't. I don't know anything about their history, so. I'm reading all this for the first time and learning about it for the first time. Despite significant lineup changes, the band's musical style and lyrical content have remained consistent, with Burnley serving as a primary composer and lead vocalist since the band's inception. The band has commonly been noted for its formulaic hard rock tendencies with angst-heavy lyrics, swelling choruses, and crunching guitars. In the USA alone, the band has sold more than 7 million units and yielded three RIAA certified platinum records, two gold records, and several certified singles, including one multi-platinum, three platinum, and four gold. The band has also produced one number one record on the Billboard 200. History Formation and Saturate, 1998-2003 through 2003. Benjamin Burnley was originally in a band named Breaking Benjamin in 1998 that played softer music, such as Weezer and the Beatles covers, and was nothing like subsequent lineups. The name or- originates from an incident in which Burnley broke a borrowed microphone, prompting its owner to retort, Thanks to Benjamin for breaking my effing mic. This band included guitarist Aaron Fink, bassist Nick Hoover, and drummer Nick, or excuse me, and drummer Chris Lightcap, but soon broke up when Burnley moved to California. After returning to Pennsylvania with drummer Jeremy, drummer Jeremy Hummel, Burnley formed Plan Nine, which also included bassist Jason Devoli. Plan Nine, as a reference to Plan Nine from Outer Space, was continually misnamed, misnamed as Planet Nine. Therefore, the group reclaimed the name Breaking Benjamin from the previous band, as Burnley still had promotional stickers with that name. The three-piece first gained attention when Freddie Fabry, a DJ for active rock radio station WBSX, put the group's track Polyamorous in rotation. Sorry. After it became the number one requested track on the station, Fabry financed the recording of the group's eponymous EP, which sold all 2,000 copies that were printed in 2001. Jonathan Bug Price was credited on bass, replacing Devoli. After growing dissatisfied with their previous band, former bandmate Aaron Fink and bassist Mark Kaplaski joined Breaking Benjamin. In early 2002, over a dozen recorded companies excuse me, over a dozen record companies, visited a two-night showcase where Breaking Benjamin was playing, and the group subsequently signed with Hollywood Records. Shortly afterward, 
Breaking Benjamin began recording their first full-length major label record, record, Saturate, which was released on August 7th, 2002, and produced by Ulrich Wilde. It peaked at number 136 on the Billboard 200, and was later certified gold on September 25th, 2015. In early 2003, Breaking Benjamin participated in the Jägermeister Music Tour, then toured as a supporting act for Godsmack. Of the little media coverage received, Saturate garnered positive reception, with Jason Taylor from All Music stating that the album has serious potential to become one of 2002's most successful debuts, feeling that although it is repetitive and generic, it is undeniably addictive ultimately scoring the album 2.5 out of 5. The disc received a favorable review from Schwegweb's Vin Cherubino, who noted, the music, has, the music has just as much quality as any popular artist in the same genre. Influencers from bands such as Tool can be heard, making the music seem also familiar and palatable. We Are Not Alone 2003 through 2005. Breaking Benjamin returned to the studio in October 2003 with producer David Bendeth for their sophomore effort We Are Not Alone. Burnley also worked with the Smashing Pumpkins frontman Billy Corgan over the course of six days in December 2003 to write the song Rain, Forget It, and Follow. Despite initially being nervous, Burnley felt it was one of the highlights of his career. The album was released on June 29, 2004, and sold 48,000 copies in its first week, peaking at number 20 on the Billboard 200. It was later certified gold on October 21, 2004, then platinum on June 13, 2005. The record re- features singles such as So Cold and Sooner or Later, both of which peaked at number 2 on the mainstream rock songs chart. So Cold became a platinum single on September 25th, 2015. MTV writer John Wiederhorn writes that the initial commercial success of the album can be attributed to a tour two weeks prior to the album's debut, which generated pre-lease buzz. They later co-headlined a tour with Evanescence, Seether, and Three Days Grace. <clears throat> we Are Not Alone garnered mixed reviews. It was met with high acclaim from IGN's Nick... I keep on saying Nick. From IGN's Colin Moriarty, who felt extremely satisfied, saying safely and confidently that it might be my pers- it might be my personal favorite album of the year, giving it a score out of, of 9.3 out of 10. Conversely, exclaim writer Amber Offier felt that on first listen, it's simply generic sound and nothing for me. Though later admitted, I listened to Breaking Benjamin several times over a week, and several elements of the disc started to grow on me, even appeal to me. The writer concluded, Breaking Benjamin created a standard of quality for themselves that they simply couldn't meet on the entire disc. On November 3, 2004, a non-album single named Blow Me Away was released to commercial success, ultimately going gold on November 24, 2015. On November 23, 2004, Breaking Benjamin released the So Cold EP, which features live versions of the songs Away and Breakdown, 
a live acoustic version of So Cold, and studio acoustic recordings of Blow Me Away and Ladybug. In late 2005, drummer Hummel, drummer, drummer Hummel filed a federal lawsuit against Breaking Benjamin. According to the lawsuit, Hummel requested earlier that year to take a paternity leave to be with his wife during the birth of their first child, to which all members of the band agreed and hired Kevin Sofera as a temporary substitute on drums. However, Burnley later called Hummel and terminated him, citing chemistry issues. In the lawsuit, Hummel contended wrongful termination and lack of compensation for profits accrued by We Are Not Alone and the other non-album tracks that appeared in Halo 2 and National Treasure 2. The band's manager, Larry Mazur, who was also named in the lawsuit, asserted that the lawsuit was totally frivolous and his termination had nothing to do with the paternity leave. Mazur said the band received no payment for the Halo 2 appearance, adding that the song was included for promotional reasons and Burnley was happy to have it in the video game. The band received a received minimal payment for the National Treasure 2 appearance, and Mazur stated that, otherwise, Hummel is 100% current. Ben, B.C. Vaught, served as a sit-in drummer for the band, and they later toured with Three Doors Down and Stained in November 2005. The lawsuit was settled for an undisclosed amount in April 2006. Phobia, 2005-2007 After the departure of Jeremy Hummel, Breaking Benjamin auditioned 15 drummers, of whom Chad Zeliga stood out for his ability as a stage performer and the fact that he had serious problem-solving skills, according to Burnley. <clears throat> the group's next album, Phobia, was again produced by Bendeth and was the first to be recorded with Zeliga. The concept of the album is dedicated to Burnley's various phobias, the cover of the album depicts a winged man suspended over a runway, which represents a singer's fear of flying. Burnley also suffers from death anxiety, a fear of the dark, driving anxiety, and hypochondriasis. Burnley cites his fear of flying as for, as for why he did not perform overseas, saying, I'll go as far as a boat will take me. Though, at the time, the band's record label had not facilitated travel by boat. Phobia's intro and outro tracks feature sound effects of an airport intercom, airplane turbulence, car doors, and crowd panic. Phobia was released on August 8, 2006 to commercial success. The album sold more than 131,000 copies in its first week of sales and, of sales, and peaked at number 2 on the Billboard 200. It went gold on November 8, 2006, then platinum on May 21, 2009. Its lead single, The Diary of Jane, peaked at number two on the mainstream rock songs chart and was the fastest single added to radio playlists in the history of Hollywood records, later receiving a double platinum certi certification on November 24, 2015. Breathe, the record's, the record's second single, spent seven weeks at number one on the mainstream rock songs chart and went platinum on November 24, 2015. The third single, Until the End, peaked at number six on the same chart and became a gold single on February 11th, 2014. 
In February 2007, in support of Phobia, AX, AXS-TV, then known as HDNet, aired a one-hour Breaking Benjamin concert from Stabler Arena in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. The broadcast recording was included on the released Phobia DVD in April, billed as The Homecoming. A music video was created for Breathe, which was made from footage of the song's performance at the show. Breaking Benjamin followed with spring and fall tours alongside Three Days Grace, accompanied by Puddle of Mud during the spring tour and Seether, Skillet, and Red during the fall tour. Phobia received mixed critical reception. It received praise for general composition and music and chip, but received criticism for lack of originality. All Music's Corey Apar found the album nothing if not consistent, and while generally regarding the disc with positive sentiments noted a lack of distinction from the rest of the post-grunge-slash-alt-metal pack, aside from a certain charm. IGN's Spence D., gave the disc a negative review, citing tedium and lack of vocal distinction, feeling that the group's intersection of hard rock and emo-oriented introspection is not a bad thing, but also not a terribly memorable or earth-shattering one either. However, the writer praised the, music, the, music, the musicianship of Fink, Kaplaski, and Zeliga, ultimately giving the album a score of 5.7 out of 10. Entertainment Weekly graded the album C+, and noted its angst-ridden theme, saying, As pathological angst goes, it's expertly done, with expansive choruses and epigraphs. Not that all that matters when, like, we're all going to die cold and alone anyway. <clears throat> Dear Agony, 2009-2010 through 2010. Breaking Benjamin began working on a fourth album titled Dear Agony in 2009. It was the first album Burnley wrote while completely sober. In 2007, Burnley experienced fatigue and phosphines following three consecutive days of no sleep and heavy drinking, after which he decided to remain sober. Burnley acknowledged improved clarity and coherence within Dear Agony due to a sobriety. The album cover features Burnley's brain scan, representing the recurrent themes on Dear Agony related to the singer's chronic illnesses caused by alcohol consumption. Burnley collaborated with then-red guitarist Jason Rauch on various tracks for Dear Agony. The two equally, equally wrote together songs Without You and Hopeless, and Rauch wrote the outro to I Will Not Bow, also helping write Lights Out, Burnley said of the collaboration. I love writing with him because he does stuff exactly like I would have done, adding, writing-wise, we're like the same person. Dear Agony was released on September 9th, 2009, and peaked at number 4 on the Billboard 200. The disc initially outsold its predecessor in its first week, moving more than 134,000 copies. It ultimately achieved gold certification on February 16th, 2010. The album's lead single, I Will Not Bow, reached number one on the mainstream rock songs chart and went platinum on November 24th, 2015. The other two singles, Lights Out and Give Me a Sign, peaked at numbers, numbers nine and six on the mainstream rock songs chart respectively, the latter of which also receiving a gold certification on November 24th, 2015. Breaking Benjamin toured in support of the album in January and February 
2010 with Three Days Grace and Flyleaf, then with Red, Shevel, and Thousand Foot Crutch in March 2010. In April, Breaking Benjamin began touring with Nickelback, Shinedown, and Sick Puppies on their Dark Horse tour. Prior to the last show of the Dark Horse tour, Burnley stated he was ill and therefore no longer able to tour in support of the album, placing the band on hiatus. After internet rumors began to circulate that the band had broken up, Burnley released a statement officially letting everyone know that Breaking Benjamin has not broken up. Dear Agony received mixed critical reception. All Music's James Monger gave the album a positive review, stating, It feels a lot like their first three. Nothing, nothing a consistency, noting, excuse me, a consistency that feels like a well, <clears throat> feels like a well-oiled machine. The disc received a negative review from Consequence of Sound's Alex Young, who complained of overproduction and the disc's sellout nature at the hands of three-time Breaking, ben, Breaking Benjamin producer David Bendeth. Dear, this is uh, what he writes, Dear Agony is the unfortunate side effect of breaking of, big, of breaking Benjamin producer David Bendeth. Sorry, I think I think I accidentally let me start over there. Dear Agony is the unfortunate side effect of a trend in producer David Bendeth's world, training wild chimpanzees to be more tasteful whilst handling silverware. Ultimately giving the record a half star for teaching Breaking Benjamin's peers who not to hire for production credit. About Entertainment gave the record a mixed review, feeling that, though it lacks the, break, the breakthrough singles of Phobia, Dear Agony, of Phobia, Dear Agony does have its moments, adding frustratingly, Dear Agony never reaches greatness, selling for an admirable competency that's still the envy of many of their contemporaries. Hiatus and Shallow Bay, 2010 through 2013. In March 2010, Hollywood Records requested that the band produce two new master recordings and a greatest hits album, and sought permission to release a new version of the hit song Blow Me Away, featuring Sidney Duran of Valera. In May 2011, Fink and Kopaski granted the record's company request after they were offered a $100,000 payment. Burnley alleging, Burnley alleging that Fink and Koplaski acted unilaterally on both the song remix and the co compilation album, not informing him or the band's management, fired the two fired the two via email demanding at least $250,000 in punitive fees and compensatory damages, as well as the exclusive right to do the name to the name breaking Benjamin. Fink and Kopaski attorneys Fink and Kopaski's attorneys stated that stated the two dispute sorry, I don't know why. I don't know if it's just that I'm reading a, a version that was edited poorly or what, but some of the grammars some of the structures of some of the structures are very strange. Fink and Kopaski's attorneys stated the two dispute and strictly deny Burnley's allegations. Instead, asserting that a January 2009 agreement allowing Burnley to dismiss them for just cause was no longer valid because of the singer's status and indefinite hiatus. The case was ordered by a judge to arbitration. Burnley's attorney, Brian Kaplan, told the Associated Press 
The relationship between Mr. Burnley and the other and the two other members of the band has ended. Mr. Burnley intends on moving forward using the name Breaking Benjamin, and the band will continue. It just won't continue in its prior configuration. He's not retiring. In August 2011, Hollywood Records scheduled the release of the Shallow Bay of Shallow Bay, the best of Breaking Benjamin compilation album, featuring every single from the band's catalog, including the remix of Blow Me Away. A two-disc deluxe edition was released alongside it, with the second disc containing altered versions of B-sides and rarities. Burnley publicly opposed the album's release, saying content had been altered without his consent and did not meet his standards. Burnley later elaborated, saying that the rarities were taken off to his laptop without his consent and were intended for in-studio reference and not public release, but that he was otherwise content with previously released tracks on Shallow Bay. The album was released on August 16, 2011 and peaked at number 22 on the Billboard 200, also topping the Hard Rock Albums chart in 2011, 2012, and 2013. The disc received positive critical reception. The Daily Trojan's Krishna Jetty praised it for balance and a progressive retrospective history. All Music's Gregory Heaney felt similarly, saying Shallow Bay is a great jumping-on point for new fans, capturing the band at their height, delivering great delivering some of the best moments in one convenient package. For older fans, this collection may just serve as a reminder of a crucial turning point in Breaking Benjamin's career. In April 2013, Burnley announced that the dispute involving Fink and Klapaski was resolved and that he would retain the rights, the right to continue the band other, under the name Breaking Benjamin. Three days later, Zelika announced his departure, citing creative differences. Return and Dark Before Dawn, 2014 through present. In August 2014, Breaking Benjamin announced via Facebook that the band reformed as a quintet with, except for Burnley, all new members, including Dear Agony co-writer Jason Rauch, guitar, originally from Red, Keith Whalen, or Wallen, guitar and backing vocals, originally from Adelita's Way, Aaron Brutch, bass and backing vocals, and Sean Foist. Drums, originally from Picture Me Broken. <clears throat> Burnley said of the lineup, everybody that's in the band now is deliberately handpicked, noting that Keith, Waylon, and Aaron Brutch are really amazing singers. That's kind of what the band was band always needed. On March 18th, 2015, a new single entitled Failure, as well as a new album, Dark Before Dawn, were released for, were announced for release on March 23rd and June 23rd, respectively. The new lineup debuted with acoustic shows in late 2014, then went on a four-venue winter tour in the northeastern United States. The band afterward announced 2015 spring, summer, and fall tour dates, supported by bands such as Young Guns and Starset. In July 2015, the band announced their first overseas performance, in which they headlined a four-day cruise venue in February 2016, along with Ingwie Malmsteen, Zach Wilde, Flyleaf, et al. The band also performed on a joint U.S. tour with Shinedown in October and November along with Seven Dust and proceeded to play further outside of the United States in June 2016 at venues such as the Download Festival in the United Kingdom, Rock am Ring in Germany, and Nova Rock in Austria. Burnley explained that writing for Dark Before Dawn was intermittent and fragmentary, taking place throughout the hiatus 
though it was toward the end of the hiatus in 2013 when it became cohesive. After growing frustrated with the lack of answers regarding his health condition, Burnley decided to abandon searching for a diagnosis and focus on the album. Recorded and produced at a personal studio of Burnley's, Dark Before Dawn is the first album with a front man credited as a producer. The singer stated that, I would say that I did the same amount of producing on the album as I've done on other albums, just never had my name on it, adding, You know, I'm not doing anything different here than I haven't done it than I have done in the past. Why shouldn't I be known? Why shouldn't I be known to be doing it? Within an hour of pre-order availability, Dark Before Dawn reached number one on the Rock Albums chart on iTunes and number three on the overall album chart. It sold 135,000 pure album units and 141,000 equivalent album units in its first week, debuting at number one on the Billboard 200, making the album the group's heretofore most successful sales effort. The disc's lead single, Failure, spent nine weeks at number one on the mainstream rock songs chart as well. Billboard's Jason Lipschutz felt the album's success was eyebrow-raising, noting that, in addition to the band's line of change, 135,000 in pure album sales is a hefty number in 2015. It's a bigger number than the respective bows of recent Madonna, ASAP Rocky, and Kelly Clarkson albums. Joe DeTomaso, program director of Active Rock Station, WAXQ, WAQX-FM, added that they've always been a top-level band for the format, but not quite on the level of Disturbed or Shinedown or bands like that. They always seem to put on hit records without getting the kind of recognition that they deserve. Forbes' Hugh McIntyre writes that runner-up Tori Kelly's 75,000 copies puts Breaking Benjamin's figures into perspective, and that despite a pretty extensive line of change, it looks like fans were awaiting their return with open arms. The album was what met with mostly positive critical reception, many critics praising the album for staying true to the group's sound, though others criticized it for sounding too similar to previous material. Dan Mariscano from About Entertainment stated, Burnley could have made his creation just another dose of the glitzy, overproduced crap that is heard on every rock, rock radio station in the world. Instead, Breaking Benjamin hardly deviate from the hooky jams that were present on Dear Agony. Conversely, all music's James Monger felt that it's too hard to conceal the fact that most of these songs are nearly interchangeable with the band's older material. Revolver's Jeremy Borgen felt that the music, the music's true force only becomes apparent through deeper and repeated listenings, as the songs on the surface have a tendency to blend into one another. Characteristics Breaking Benjamin's musical style is primarily classified as hard rock and alternative rock, more specifically post-grunge and alternative metal, and has commonly been noted for its consistency. Corey Apar felt that Breaking Benjamin are nothing if not consistent, and Alex Young felt that Breaking Benjamin is one of the few modern rock bands on the radio that, if you have heard any songs, any of their songs in its catalog prior, could be, could be immediately recognized. Despite a complete lineup change prior to the release of Dark Before Dawn, Dan Marscano stated, Breaking Benjamin hardly deviate from the hooky gems that were present on Dear Agony. It's actually the exact same quote that I just read. 
either way, I think uh, that's actually where I'll leave it for this ASMR tickle. I'm take, I have to practice uh, mixing that in. But um, anyway, to uh, the listener who wanted me to do this a while back, uh, again, I'm sorry it took me so long to uh, read the Wikipedia page for Breaking Benderman, but I'm happy I did. If you have any other suggestions for ASMR articles that you want us to read, uh, send an email to hello at sleepandrelaxasmr.com. Check out our website, www.sleepandrelaxasmr.com. That's all for this episode. Thanks, as always, for listening, and take care.